Well, look, th this <coughs> policy experiment that the Federal Reserve is engaged in, which is, of course, very similar to, to policy experiments that are being conducted in Europe uh, and um, Japan, is, is, is very risky. Uh, it's untested. It's unconventional. Uh, and in my view, it's a big mistake. Uh, because initially the policy grew out of a, um, uh, a deep and legitimate concern about um, uh, the U.S. and a world economy in crisis. The, the Fed embarked on uh, asset purchases, uh, liquidity injections, quantitative easing as it's called, and then continued to do it uh, even as the crisis ended and the economy attempted to recover. Uh, the Fed is finding it very difficult to get out of what could well be a policy trap uh, that it set itself. I, I'd like to see um, initiatives aimed at providing broader support to Chinese consumers. And uh, at the top of my list would be uh, the need to really inject public funds into the social safety net institutions, like Social Security, healthcare. The enrollment has increased a lot, but the, the assets in these plans are, are small, and so the benefit stream is limited. I'd like to see um, uh, interest rate liberalization, uh, and I'd like to see for, for deposit accounts, uh, and I'd like to see a HUCO reform uh, to provide more security on the benefit side of, of the equation for uh, migrant workers uh, in China. I think we make too much of the property bubbles in, in, in China. Um, there are clearly some speculative bubbles in some parts of coastal China and the first tier cities and the government to its credit, has been trying to address this for the last five years, and I would say sometimes it's been successful, sometimes it's not. But the broad story for the property market in China is rural-urban migration on a scale that the world has never seen, 15 to 20 million people a year moving from the countryside to the city every year, year in and year out, since 1980 and continuing probably through the year 2030. So I, I don't share the view that many have expressed uh, that China's you know, big uh, uh, construction bubble like Dubai or worse than Dubai. I think that uh, unlike Dubai where it's all speculation, there's no indigenous population, uh, the urban share of the Chinese population is 52.6% in 2012, headed up to 70% by sometime in the year 25, 2025, 2030. Uh, and, um, you know, there will be bubbles along the way and the government will have to tackle them, but uh, you, you get a bubble when supply continually outstrips demand, and I don't think we'll see that in China. Look, I, I'm a long-term optimist on China, and uh, yet the, the Chinese stock market has is, is performed very poorly in the last five years uh, compared with other stock markets uh, around the world. Uh, yet I think over time that you know, the, the markets will reward 
economic growth. The fears of the China slowdown are vastly overblown because today's Chinese economy that's not growing at 10% is a different economy than the one that was historically growing at 10. And tomorrow's Chinese economy, if it, if it grows at 7 to 8%, will be very different than the one that used to grow uh, at 10. The opportunities will shift to uh, um, consumer sensitive sectors, both goods and especially services, where the Chinese services sector is tiny compared to uh, uh, other economies around the world and where it needs to be. Uh, and uh, th I think that as the Chinese services sector comes together and grows, there will be spectacular opportunities for foreign participation as investors and as foreign in terms of foreign direct investment uh, 